This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line podcast network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Gimme the Hogs Chuck! The sad thing is we lost, and the great thing is is we're not used to it. Only two losses in the last ten games, but it hurt. We had guys that were crying, but every Saturday you put yourself in that situation when you just try to do the best you can as a coach and as a player. You know, that's the thing about college football that makes it so great and also makes it so maddening is hopefully as a fan of a team you experience the highest of highs, and you can be pretty certain that along the way you're going to experience the lowest of lows. And I think about a year ago when the Razorbacks beat Texas and everybody rushed the field and we had one of those Razorback moments that we'll remember forever. And then you contrast it with the way we felt so far this week after losing a ball game to Texas A&M Saturday night that, you know, most everybody thinks the Razorbacks should have won. And I think they should have won. I think you probably do. And I'm sure the coaches and the players do as well. Unfortunately, you can't have it back. Um, It does give you a little chip on your shoulder, though, as I think you move through the week. And we're to Wednesday now. So, you know, Texas A&M's in the rearview mirror. It is full steam ahead to Alabama. And one thing about Alabama is that if you're looking back, I mean, you are in for a long, long day because you can you can play a really good ball game and still be in for a long, long day. So I think uh, I think they've got everybody's attention. And again, it's Wednesday. Time to move on. Time to get ready for a great weekend. You know, 2006 seems like a long time ago. I mean, do you remember what you were doing in 2006? That's the last time the Razorbacks beat Alabama in football. Mitch Mustaine had been Cleveland. With a touchdown pass in the second overtime, Jeremy Davis kicked an extra point, and the Razorbacks came away with a win. This is how it sounded with Mike Nail behind the microphone. Mustang drops the throw, looks, fires. Touchdown, Arkansas! Touchdown, Arkansas! To tie it at 23, an 11-yard touchdown pass. Pass was to Ben Cleveland, the big freshman out of Springdale, his second touchdown of the year. Now, if you were at that game, or if you remember, 
The extra point was not an automatic. I mean, Alabama, I think, had missed three field goals during the course of the game. And uh, it was not a given that the extra point was going to be made. But Jeremy Davis made it. Arkansas won the ballgame 24-23. to There have been so many things that have happened in our world since 2006. But um, that's still a vivid memory, I think, for those of us who were there and those of us who perhaps watched it on television. Ben Cleveland still lives in northwest Arkansas. And we're going to talk to him about that ball game in just a moment on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. First, we want to remind you that we are, as always, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. One thing we probably don't talk about enough is the training program that Weikert agents receive. It is absolutely the best in the business. And that's one of the reasons I say that these are true real estate professionals, because they've been trained as true real estate professionals. They understand the nuances of the market. They understand how to get you from contract to close. I couldn't have been happier with my experience with Weikert Realtors. I used them to buy. I used them to sell. And each time, it went better than I expected it to go. And I'll always be appreciative of that. I think that'll be your experience, too. You can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's believe b-l-e-a-v 50 that's believe b-l-e-a-v 5-0 bet online where the game starts You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curb Realtors, the Griffin Company. We are pleased to be welcomed today by one of the heroes the last time the Razorbacks beat Alabama. Ben Cleveland caught a pass from Mitch Mustaine in overtime, and Arkansas won the game. You heard the call a little bit earlier from Mike Nail. Ben's kind enough to join us right now. Ben, you're always going to be associated with Arkansas and Alabama. And I just wonder now, 16 years after the fact, as a grown man, do you still get excited when Arkansas plays Alabama? I do. You know, Chad, that's just that's a little bit of my fame, you know. Uh, that's a little bit of the legacy that I've left. And uh, I get torn every now and then when, it, you know, it's close. You know, especially last year it was close down there in Tuscaloosa uh, that uh, if we win, you know, my name might be, my name might be gone, so uh, I get torn. But deep down inside, I'm always here for a Razorback win, and uh, I think uh, we got a great chance this weekend to uh, accomplish that. When you think back to that play, um, walk us through it, kind of how it unfolded from your perspective. Well, you know, we put that play in for that for that reason. Um, you know, I played tight end, and then I went in motion. And I've been running uh, like a five-yard stop because they were playing off of me. And uh, I saw the – so we ran it the second time. Uh, we called it again. I saw the the safety – or, the, sorry, the corner and the linebacker just scream out to me. 
So I just converted it to a fade. And uh, Mitch just threw it up to me. And uh, the defensive back uh, had my my arm. So I pretty much caught it one-handed between two people and uh, and just made the play. And from there, you know, kind of went blank. And uh, the crowd erupted. And, and uh, we end up winning the game, you know. So uh, it was a great moment. Uh, it's a great moment in Razorback football and just really enjoyed living in that moment at the time, especially as a true freshman. You know, when um, when people think about that ball game and you go back and you look at, you know, some of the numbers, it was not one of those games where there were just huge offensive numbers. Um, both teams made mistakes. Alabama missed a bunch of field goals, it seems like, if I remember right. But um, – at that moment, though, as a player, when you're in that overtime, watching it, it's always seemed like everything that happened before that moment doesn't matter anymore. And and it's just about trying to make one play to win that game at that moment. Yes, 100%. You know, you just play one play at a time. You know, defense is the same way. You know, you just got to play one, one play at a time, get one stop, hopefully get them a field goal, and, you know, offense go – go in there and score and go catch catch you a touchdown you know is, is is your goal you know you're just one play at a time and in one situation at a time and uh coach called my number and just went out there and executed and tried to make a play you know it was one of those moments that i think will be cemented in the memories of razorback fans and i would think just on a personal level um, that's got to be pretty cool, uh, you know, to uh, to have your name mentioned in that conversation. It, it is. You know, my kids are, are a little older now, and they go back and, and they talk about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, my dad played. He's the last one to beat Alabama, and everyone has to go back. You know, a lot <laughs> of those kids weren't even born. So, you know, uh, but then they go tell their parents, and their parents, you know, talk to them about it and give them the history. But, you know, it is. It is. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely going to be in history. I wonder about the psyche of a player when you play a team like Alabama. We hear so often, you know, Alabama, sometimes they win the ballgame before they ever take the field. Give us a player's perspective on that. When you play a great team, the mindset that you've got to have as you go out there. Um, I think for me, obviously you have some nerves, but you never go in there and just say, oh, yeah, we're going to get our butts beat. No, you know. Um, talent is talent. Um, and I'm speaking for myself and, and I know it's a lot with the same mentality for the other guys too, that were on the team, but you know, you're there, you've earned the right to be there. You're a great team. Um, you know, so your mentality of, you know, through the week, you're prepared, you're ready to go. But the biggest struggle and the hardest thing to get through is the crowd noise, Chuck. Hmm. The loudest I've ever heard a stadium is when we went to Kentucky with Petrino and we were up by like 21 points and the, and the stands started to leave and everyone else started to come down. And obviously, you know, the Petrino with Louisville and all that. And then we had some uncircumstances that happened, you know, with fumbles and uh, touchdowns. And, you know, they end up coming back and beating us. But that was the loudest stadium was in – Kentucky half full. Hmm. The crowd makes more of an effect on anything than X's and O's. I mean, 
it's, it's apples to apples. You, you know, you're the same. You know, you might have something that doesn't go right or, or might not go right, but the crowd noise, the crowd noise is the biggest as a player. You know, you you didn't like going down to A&M or Mississippi State where they had that that weird crowd noise, you know, with the with the with the uh, with the bells and with the yell leaders, with their chants of different, you know, pulses of high and low and loud and quiet and, you know. But the crowd noise is, is the biggest aspect, in my belief, as far as, you know, being a uh, – uh, what's the word I'm trying to say here? Um, uh, you know, as an indicator of if you can win or lose a game, you know, going into it, especially on the road. Um, so I challenged the crowd this weekend to be loud and, and, and to be ready at all times, you know, even if we're down by 10 or 12 or whatever the scenario may be, but always stay engaged and it makes a big difference, especially for the players. In listening to you talk, hearing the tone of your voice, you still love college football, don't you? From from 8 o'clock to, to that last West Coast game, my wife gets upset with me because I'm <laughs> watching it, but um, it's a passionate, you know, it'll always be in my blood, always be one of the things that I, I, I love and I enjoy doing, um, and, it, and it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. College football is hard to beat, especially Razorback football, as we've made the strides to be you know very competitive and be respected. I always enjoy asking former players how they watch the game. Some I know pace and yell and do the whole thing. Some never say a word. What's How do you watch a game? Well, I think Coach Pittman said it the other day. He likes that cold beer. Uh, we we have a we have a box at the game and and we we go to all the games and uh i drink one for coach Pittman, so uh <laughs> that's that's how we watch the game you know you were talking a little bit earlier you mentioned that game at kentucky and i think about you know you were one of the players during a really tumultuous time i mean you transitioned from one to the other it was, it truly was i think and, and, and I'll ask you, from a player's perspective, it seemed like one extreme to the other. Um, what was that experience, that transition period like for you? It was hard um, for, for, for the most part. Um, obviously, we came in from Springdale with Coach Malzahn coming in. Uh, the transition coming in as a freshman was very easy because we we worked hard we did you know we did all the extra stuff uh we were prepared we were ready uh with coach with coach nut um i know a lot of the guys had transitioned from you know coach nut to petrino it was hard just the aspect of um how how he went about his business um uh, with with the players and coaches you know, it was a lot different. He wasn't more of a player's coach. He was an X's and O's. And, you know, he had to adapt to being more of a player's coach. Um, you know, as it years two and three, he had to adapt more into being that player's coach. But, you know, we all respected him because uh, we won. And he was great at X's and O's. And um, it was it was an easy transition for me because of what we were in high school. But I know a lot of the guys that, you know, especially the older guys uh, that were there from, you know, uh, that Coach Nutt recruited and, and brought in. And it was just a hard, hard, hard transition because of how much of a player's coach Coach Nutt was. And Petrino 
whether it's my way or the highway, you know. Mm. Uh, so they, they they struggled a little bit with that, you know, and you can tell by our record that first year um, that, you know, we were – that we struggled with that a little bit. What do you think about Sam Pittman? Man, I love him. You know, uh, when they first came in and I was like, oh, man, here we go again. You know, we're just trying to, you know, mend – this little, you know, two, three years kind of deal financially. Um, but uh, the more I read, the more I talked to, you know, that, that younger group, uh, they love him. And he's a, he's just a great, I mean, he, the, he can't do no wrong, you know what I mean? He just, he's got it figured out. The boys love to play for him, do anything for him. Um, man, I, I wish I could still play and, <laughs> Hopefully, he's still there when Mike boys are able to come up through the rankings and be able to play for him. Uh, just, I don't know why parents don't let all of them to come and play for him. You know, just man, just a tremendous guy, just a good nature guy. I mean, just, I, I mean, I have no words for him. I just, I love what he's doing, and I love what the what the kids are are doing for him also. How much do you keep up with your former teammates? You know, years passed and we grow older and you have kids and families now. How much are you able to keep in touch with those guys? Man, I'm not going to lie to you. I do bad. I'm bad at it. Um, you know, some of the high school guys I, I talk to very seldomly. Uh, just just so busy with life and, mm-hmm. and my day-to-day stuff. I just am bad at it. So I, I really don't do too much. You know, when we get together, well, just pick back up like it's old times, but, you know, picking up the phone or, you know, uh, being on the same schedule as them, trying to go eat or go do something. We're just, everyone's just so busy in this day and age. We just haven't really made the opportunities to make that happen. That's the great thing about being a teammate, though, and you just kind of said it. I mean, you cannot see one another for two or three years, and then when you run into one another, I mean, it's just like you never left. Yeah, you go back to the locker room stories, you know, you just go and play, base, uh, you know, baseball or, you know, the time that you put soap all over the floor and and you're just, you know, skating on it after a big win or, you know, just uh, a situation happened in the weight room or the, you know, training room or just our practice or, you know, sometimes you talk like Coach Petrino and everyone just starts laughing, you know. Just, <laughs> just those little moments like that just brings you right back to where you were and like you said, you might have been gone 10, 15 years. I haven't seen any of them. Can hardly recognize them. But uh, you just you just pick right back up, like you know, day one of of, uh, of of fall camp. Just you know, stick together. All right, I can't let you go without asking for your take on this ball game Saturday. I mean, I know that all former players have opinions, and all of them watch the game in a way the rest of us don't, frankly. But I just wonder what you think of this matchup. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup, no matter no matter what. Uh, I, I like our chances. Um, I like having the loss after last weekend. Believe it or not, uh, I think it'll get the guys tuned back in and focused. Uh, it's definitely got Coach Saban's. Uh, oh, just the way you the way you lose that game, you're going to be more focused. You're going to be more point on. Um, I don't know what the score is. But I just hope Coach Putman says turn that damn jukebox up. <laughs> I didn't get too. it going. You ben, know, so no, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, so I just I believe that if we win by one, it's 
good a sport team, you know. So um, I, I think our chances are really good. And if the crowd can, you know, keep us in the game and, and, and be loud from, from the moment uh, it's, it kicks off, um, it'll make a big difference. It's really a treat to talk to you. I mean, it really does bring back a lot of memories. It doesn't seem like it's been 16 years ago. But, um, man, you sure are nice to give us some time today. Well, thank you, Chuck. That's a lot of birthdays, and thanks for reminding me. <laughs> hey, I've had them, too. You aren't the only one that's had them. Thank you, Ben. Yes, sir. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curb Realtors, the Griffin Company. You know, it was an interesting conversation with Ben, and it does seem like a lot of time has passed since 2006. Arkansas has had a few chances since then, but, you know, that was a, um, you know, that was just such an interesting time in Razorback football history. You know, Arkansas wins that game. Uh, next year, the following year, go to Tuscaloosa, lose by three. Then you have a coaching change, and Bobby Petrino comes in. And Ben Cleveland experienced all of that. Some exhilarating moments, like the one that really will make him part of Razorback lore forever. He's answered a lot of questions about that over the years. And, you know, as soon as Arkansas wins the game, as he was kind of alluding to, they're still going to talk to him. But it might not be, you know, quite as prominent as it is right now. But really enjoyed visiting with him. And look forward to the opportunity later this week to uh, talk to a lot of people who have experienced Arkansas and Alabama, whether as a fan or as a player or in whatever capacity. It uh, should be a great ball game on Saturday. want to remind you as we wrap it up today to make sure you download the Hit That Line podcast network. It'll allow you to listen not only to this podcast, but all of the podcasts that are on the Hit That Line podcast network. Like us on Facebook. Make sure you're around on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening. Give me an L. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding 
or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.